the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Hello and welcome. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Avadia Blumenthal. I am 11 years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll be speaking to Leia Lipscar from the Friendship Circle of South Africa. Also, on the show, I will have the Ha Kids riddle to challenge your thinking and an awesome prize from the Laurie Park Zoo to give away. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest. If you want to answer the riddle or if you want to just say ha, the SMS number is 34519 and that is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a WhatsApp at 062 148 2374 and please sign your name. Get ready for a super interesting show today on Hi Kids right after this. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Avadja Blumenthal. I am 11 years old. Today, I have Leia Lipska from the Friendship Circle of South Africa in studio with me. But before I speak to her, let's wrap up the riddle. The riddle was, what is hardest to catch the faster you run? Lots of answers have come through. For Chai Kids, thank you for playing. The answer is your breath. We had so many messages, six people, and the winner was Yona Diamond. Well done. You will win the prize from Haifem. Mandy will call you today after Chai Kids show. My guest is in studio with me. Her name is Leia Lipska. She is from the Friendship Circle of South Africa. Good afternoon, Leia. Hello, Avadia. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming in. What is the Friendship Circle? So the Friendship Circle is a program for children and adults with remedial and special needs, and we're trying to create a sense of inclusion um, for the community so that kids who go to mainstream schools, kids who go to remedial schools, kids who maybe don't go to school at all can all feel a part of our community. So it says um, Friendship Circle of South Africa. Mm-hmm. Is there any in different countries? Yes, there are quite a few. In fact, we were the 75th club, the 75th Friendship Circle to oh, open wow. up in the world. Yep. And are there any more after South Africa opening up? Yes, there is now one in Jerusalem as well. I think we are up to the number of 82, if I'm not mistaken. That's a lot. Can you give us a brief history of Friendship Circle? Yes. So it started actually in 1994 in a town called Detroit, Michigan, that is in America. And the rabbi there, whose name was Rabbi Levi Shemtov, and he ran a big Chabad house there, he still does, he was looking around and noticed that the teens in his community had a lot of energy and were very capable, but they didn't really have where to put their energy to. He also noticed that the special needs community was very much separate from the regular community and there wasn't a lot of programming for them. So he decided to combine the two and gave the volunteers, the high school students, an outlet and a place to put their passion and connect, as well as connecting the special needs children to the world around them and for them to be able to showcase how capable and incredible they are. So back to what you said about volunteers. Can anybody be a volunteer? Anyone could be a volunteer. We start from grade seven um, because we kind of just want to keep it special for a certain age. Grade sevens and grade eights do programs at our center. And then from grade nine, you're able to do programs at the child's home where you go to visit a child once a week and you're kind of like a big buddy. You go to play with them, hang out with them and really to build a special friendship. 
And we also even have volunteers who are out of school. Some moms, grands. We have quite a, bu- a few volunteers. Oh wow! When did friendship circles start in South Africa? So my husband and I moved here in the end of two thousand and nine. I believe it was December two thousand and nine. So we began it right away in Jan two thousand and ten. Oh wow! That's amazing. How did you get involved in friendship circle? So I actually started it here. Um, I always felt passionate about children with special needs. I always found how special they actually were, and how joyful and kind, and how you really felt their neshama coming through. And you can always connect and learn so much from them. And I really wanted to make a difference, and not only just in the children around me, but I knew how much they had to give to me, and I knew how much they would help me grow as well. That is really amazing. What sort of children and adults are involved in the friendship circle? So we have a very wide range. Um, in America, we don't really have something what you call here remedial schools. So we did kind of build into the friendship circle here in South Africa. Although overseas they don't really have this aspect, we did build in kind of a remedial school program. So children with remedial needs who might need a little bit of help learning or reading or writing. Um, or maybe they have trouble sitting and listening. Also, get to come because a lot of them are not in a Jewish school. It's a great place for them to hang out with other Jewish kids, learn Jewish things, get to do extra murals and fun things that they might not be able to do because they're so busy and so full of time or in therapy. And we also have children with special needs. So we have quite a big range. Some of them are a lot um, higher functioning than others. So we have some who've got Down syndrome, autism. Tourette's, we've got a whole range, and everybody is welcome, no matter what their abilities are. So do you only take Jewish children? So our programs are geared for Jewish children. We do actually run a program as well in a place in Ivory Park. It's called Timelo Home. We call it our sister organization, which is an incredible place for children with special needs. And they actually are residents there. They live there. And we like to go there as often as we can, once or twice a month, to do therapy with them, bring them gifts, um, interact with them, and also help them as well. Why is it called Friendship Circle? So when you think about a circle, it's all connected, and that is really what the Friendship Circle is about. It's not just me giving friendship to you. It's how we all gain from each other, and it's a connection. We go from our volunteers to connect to our children, the children's parents, and, of course, to our donors and our staff. And all together is a connected circle that we all are giving to each other. It's not just a giver and a taker. Everybody is giving and everybody is accepting as well. Can you always tell if someone has special needs? That's a very good question. No. Sometimes people might look different. They might speak different. They might act different. And that might be a little bit more obvious for us. But sometimes people have what we call hidden special needs, special needs that might not be as obvious, whether it's mental or a physical condition that you cannot see. And that's why it's so important for us to all be treating everyone, regardless of what they look like, kindly and carefully and making sure to be sensitive to them because we don't really know what anybody's going through. So you go to schools and tell children this? Yes. So we will go to high schools and we'll explain the friendship circle. We'll show usually a short video explaining it and we'll get the volunteers to sign up. And we've got lots and lots of volunteers. We've got high school students. We've got about 200 high school students who are already volunteering. And we will also go to some of the remedial and special needs schools and advertise it for the parents. But 
by this point, most of the kids know about it and tell their friends who might join the school or their friends who might not know about it. It's what we call word of mouth. Oh. And so I could be a volunteer in a year. Yes, you can. I'm going to come find you, Avadja. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Just because these people are different, does this make them less important? Never. And I think this is what we call a big misconception. A lot of people don't understand that just because someone is different, it doesn't mean they have to be treated differently. While we all have our own needs, and I might not need the same thing you might need, that doesn't mean that any of us are less than the other. In fact, your producer, Matthew, was one of our very first volunteers. He's what we call a pioneer. Is he a volunteer? He was a volunteer from 2010. I don't know that. Uh, yeah, he has hidden secret talents. I'm going to congratulate him. You should. He's one him. of the best out there. What advice can you give me or, or any of our listeners when we meet a person with special needs? I think the most important thing is not to shy away, to remember that just like you are a human being and you want to be treated with respect, so do they. Approach them. Say hello. Tell them your name. Ask them their name. Even ask them, say, why are you in a wheelchair? Um why is it hard for you to walk? They want to talk to you. They're not scared of the questions. We don't have to be scared of them. But won't that make them feel like... Well, I think awkward? it depends how we ask someone. So if I looked at you and I said, how come you have glasses? I or I said, oh, I know you could say that to me, hey? <laughs> but if you had glasses, I can tell you, oh, why are you wearing glasses? Or I could say, huh, I see you have glasses. Are you nearsighted or farsighted? So there's a way to show that I'm just trying to show out of interest. I kind of want to know you better. I want to understand you better rather than I'm judging you and thinking, oh, you're in a wheelchair. Oh, you talk funny or you walk funny or look funny. Ah, uh, okay. I understand. Oh, you have glasses. Are you far-sighted or short-sighted? You know, it's a little bit embarrassing. I always get mixed up which one is which. Oh, me too. Aren't they like opposite? Like yeah, close, right? So I, I, close. I'm short-sighted, I think. No, does that mean that I can't see? You see? I told you, I always get mixed <laughs> up. I can't see far, however you call that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it is short-sighted. <laughs> what training do you offer your volunteers? So in the beginning of the year, we'll always have an intense training where we'll get therapists and psychologists, sometimes even the moms. I'm a psychologist. Ooh, very good one, I see. Thank you. Uh, you can come talk to our volunteers. You can be a volunteer. You could be the talk at the volunteer. I mean, this is amazing. Thank you. Everything here, right here at High FM, hey? Yeah. Um, so we will give them a training in the beginning of the year where we'll have therapists come in and talk to them or parents or sometimes even the kids themselves to explain to them what it's like to be a child with special needs. Sometimes we'll do fun activities where we try to put ourselves in the shoes of a child with special needs so that we can understand them better. And then halfway through the year, we'll often do a touch-up for those who are only joining halfway through the year and just to kind of remind everyone as well. Do you think the children that have special needs are embarrassed to say that they go to Friendship Circle or, like, because you said they come in and they'll speak? Won't that feel like weird for them? So that's a, that is also, it's a really nice question to ask because I think in the beginning, when people heard friendship circle, they thought the same way if they were going to, you know, a certain school or they had special needs, they felt like it was kind of labeling them. But because our whole goal is all about taking away a label and just making that we are about being friends and it's about connecting with other people, it's become a point of pride. And I think if you spoke to any of our kids in Friendship Circle to know how much they've gained and how much they give to us, 
They're responsible for why it's so amazing now, not because of our volunteers who are also incredible, but without the kids, wouldn't be. So, if a kid had special needs and they got over it, can they be a volunteer afterwards? Absolutely. So, when I just want to explain that special needs is not something that goes away or changes. We can improve. They can, yeah, um, no, yeah they can get um, like higher functioning. Speech, you know, yeah, they can learn bad, and then they learn speech exactly afterwards. Could they be a volunteer? A hundred percent. Anyone could be a volunteer as long as they have the kindness, the responsibility, and the maturity to be there. <laughs> Are you ticking all three of those? Yeah, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm like, woo, me. No, I'm joking. So anybody out there who just to be all over grade seven? Yeah, you got to be in grade seven and uh, to okay. be a volunteer. Thank you. We will have another part of our speaking. Let's go to a quick song. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. My name is Avadia Blumenthal and this is Hi Kids Show. My guest is in studio, Leia Lipscar. She is from the Friendship Circle of South Africa and we have the most interesting show today. So, can you tell us a little bit more about your programs? Yes. So we spoke about the Friends at Home, which is where the buddies go to visit their peer at home. And we've also got quite a few programs happening daily at the Friendship Circle. So we've got extra murals. Um, often kids don't feel comfortable in a regular class of children with extra murals. Either they can't keep up or they don't have the amount of time. And sometimes parents actually just can't afford it with all the therapy and more expensive schooling. What are your extra murals? So we've got quite a few. And um, we do in kind of in crash um, specialty sessions, we call it. So we have four crash sessions to kind of give them like a quick rundown of that sort of um, extra mural, and then we do another one. So we've done yoga, taekwondo, krav maga. Um, krav maga. Yeah, very so cool, hey? Fighting. Well, more like self-defense, I think. For like, do you do it because of bullying? Well, that's a good thing, yeah. And we want them to feel strong and know that they are as capable as anyone. We are currently actually doing a beating course, which is very cool. Some The girls are making like bracelets and necklaces, and the boys have all been making very cool Keychains and things like that. So just a beating. I was like, what? Yeah, no, that would not be very kind. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, and then we also have what we call life skills club. So we'll go to different places and get comfortable being there. So we'll go to Reader's Warehouse. We just went. We had an awesome time there. Where they got to see the magical world of books because sometimes it's really hard for somebody who has reading difficulties or learning difficulties to even enjoy books. And we wanted them to see how magical it could be. So we had a great time there. We got to meet a real author and buy some books for the Friendship Circle. And we got a yummy hot chocolate that the Market Cafe had sponsored. It was a really fun outing. And today we're actually having a session on bullying and social interactions. So we're having um, someone come and do a whole show for us where we get to also role play and act out and practice. How do we stand up to a bully? How do we talk kindly and politely to someone while also standing up firmly for what we need. Then we've got our teens and adults clubs. Now our teens and adults club is what we call TAC for teens adult club. Get oh, it? Yeah. Uh, yes. It's an acronym. So for teens and adults, we've got a lot of programs and the Selwyn Siegel often joins us for them as well. But the best program I think that everybody loves the most is what we call the Friendship Circle Cafe. FC Cafe, we take place at Josie Blue in Glen Hazel with Schmoll and Rifke Montrose and the waiters and the servers and the uh, welcome committee 
is all adults from the friendship circle. So we'll have adults from Selwyn Siegel, adults from the friendship circle will be serving. They'll be the staff. They'll be waiting on you. And it's an incredible opportunity, first of all, to integrate and for everybody to feel connected and not in a scary setting because, I mean, who doesn't love Josie Blue? And it's also a great place for them to see how capable they are. They're able to serve and to interact and to have a real job. Uh, so do the, volu- do the children be waiters? Yeah. So uh-huh. we do the adults. So we do really, or the uh-huh. teens and adults. So from 16 plus, because otherwise that's kind of just child labor. Hey. So, so you do the people with, um, the, the children. So with the, the adults. The volunteers. With, no, so the of- adults with special needs are the waiters. But what happens if they lack walk funny and then they drop? So is that well, what you're trying to teach them? Yeah. So that's what we're going to try and do. And we practice with them. We do what we call dummy runs. So that means like we pretend and we practice the carrying in and out. And then if someone feels like they're nervous to carry something, they feel like they're too shaky for that, then they'll have a different job, like the welcome committee um, at the door. Or some of them will sell like friendship circle gifts that we have. They'll sit behind the table and do that instead. We make sure that everybody has a place where they feel comfortable. Do they have to do it? Never. No. It's just a place for them to feel like they can, and almost all of them always want to. Sometimes we actually have too many kids signed up. We have to tell them we have to wait for next time. So how often do you do it? So we do it once or twice a month. And this week, actually yesterday, was the first time that we did it in the morning, and we made a whole kids' fun day. There was a jumping hassle, and there was face paint and popcorn, and it was actually the best thing to be able to see little kids interacting with adults with special needs and children with special needs, And it was amazing. You know why? Nobody blinked. Nobody thought, oh, no, look at that person. Nobody was whispering. All the kids were thinking, that looks cool. Hi, can I have a muffin? Can I have a hot chocolate? They were treating them like everybody else. And I think that's something that we have to remember. Like Kids have the power to overcome all these different boundaries and these separations. You guys have to teach us, adults, how to remember that even when we get older. Oh, so you do it. So many times. Yeah. Again and again. And then can people do it, like, wait, can people do it every time? Yeah. So if they want to, we will try and find a slot for them every time. And there, we do kind of have our set staff already who really know that they want to go into catering and that they want to practice doing this. Because our hope is that one day we're going to be able to build a giant center. This is my dream. Um, some people call it my 10-year plan, but I simply <laughs> call it my three-year plan because I'm not waiting 10 years for this to happen where we have a giant center, where we have a talent center, where they get to work and practice their skill. So we call it like a vocational school. And then we have a shopping center, regular shopping center, pick and pay and standard bank and a nail salon and ice cream store. And all the people working in those stores have special needs. And you can come there. Anybody could come and do their shops there. And it's a great way for instead of forcing children and adults with special needs into our world, we enter their world so that they feel safe. Oh, so if this happens in three years, I'm going to come shopping there. Good. Avaja, put the pressure on. Yay. What different types of way can people volunteer? So if you're in high school, the two volunteers that you can do is either come to our programs, our monthly programs, and be a volunteer at the program to help us run it. What do you do there? So while you're doing that, so at the program, like those things that I was telling you, the extramural Cafe, or the, oh. yeah, and the, we also have Hagim programs. You can help a child there, walk around with them, help them do all the activities, etc. You can also be a friends at home buddy. You can go and be paired up once a week to go visit a child at their home. 
If you are in varsity or older, you can work at our Tumelo Home Program. So that's going into the townships. You can come with us there. You can also be paired up with our teens and adults and come to our social events with them because it's really nice for them to interact and to socialize with other people their age. Oh, is Friendship Circle your full-time job? Mm, I have a lot of full-time jobs. <laughs> I'm a mom. That's a full-time First and job. foremost, that's my first job. Um, I also teach into our academy in the nursery school. It's one of my favorite places in the world. And I love teaching because I think kids are the absolute best to stretch your minds. So do you also help the children at Tory Academy if there's any getting bullied and stuff? Well, I hope so. As a teacher, I feel like everybody should probably be doing that. But I do love working at Tory Academy. It's probably the best school out there. I hope Harish is not listening. <laughs> it's my school. <laughs> okay. And... Does Friendship Circle exist in other countries in South Africa? In, in other cities. Africa, I mean. In, okay, so in Africa, um, I'm pretty sure we're the only one. In South Africa, there is a small branch in Cape Town. Um, and if anybody would need that, we're happy to connect them there as well. So people can be volunteers in Cape Town? Yeah. And here. Well, they, like, that would know. be a lot of flying back and forth. Uh-huh. But, you know, if you're in Cape Town, I can help you. Do you go to Cape Town a lot too? No, well, so they have a separate um, organization, meaning separate people who run it there. But we do coordinate a lot together. Oh. What are some of the challenges that you face? Exposure. Very often, um, it's very hard to break what we're used to. So to try and get people to be okay with special needs and to be open about special needs, both on the side of somebody who has never interacted with it and somebody even who has special needs. I find that we're very, very separate and it's time for us to make an inclusive community. It's time for us to take care of each other properly, regardless of our abilities. Does Friendship Circle work with families or people with special needs? Both. So some people, meaning um, people with special needs, perhaps, like for example, uh, residents in Selwyn Siegel. We're going to work with them one-on-one individually, as well as obviously through Selwyn Siegel, but meaning that would be someone one-on-one. When it comes to families, though, we're a full family program. So there's programs for the siblings. There's actually also programs for the moms, a mom's night out, a support group, so that they also can have that special feeling of they belong. Does Friendship Circle work with different schools? Yes. It makes no difference which school you go to. Um any person can join that needs it, any child with an adult with remedial or special needs. And we go exclusively into um, to our academy, King David, and Yeshiva high schools, but we accept volunteers from anyone. We are actually starting to go into Maharsha. Um, yes, we spoke to them as well, and I believe Hirsch Lyons as well contacted, contacted us. So we're definitely going to get involved there as well. And then will you come to our school and explain it to us? Exactly. We'll do a little demonstration, explain to you, show you a little video so that you really can understand. Oh, yay. Okay. How does Friendship Circle benefit both the volunteers and the people who have special needs? Well, I think you can help me answer this by now. What do you think the volunteers get from this? They get the feeling that they're helping people. Mm -hmm. They get to learn how to help people with volunteers. They can teach people. Mm -hmm. They can 
what else? You're doing well. Like, and go to fun activities and stuff. Yeah. Meet new people. Meet new people. And they also learn so much from the child. They learn how to live with difficulties and to still be smiling. They learn how incredibly caring so many of the children in Friendship Circle are and how much they have to give. And we're so used to, like, the same things. We think, oh, if you're able to play soccer well, then you're able to be my friend. Or you're able to do this, and that makes us, then we could be friends. They teach us that even if they're not able to do the normal things, normal I'm saying with parentheses because who knows what normal is anyway, but when they do the regular things that we're used to, if, even if they're not able to do that, they could show us how many other things they could do and that we could appreciate. Yes, I agree. And sometimes after you help people, you get that feeling of, like, happiness and, like, you just did something amazing. Exactly. And also it will, like, show you how lucky you are that you don't have difficulties. Yeah, you can feel grateful. Exactly. Another big thing that almost all our volunteers always say is unconditional love. The children in the friendship circle are so willing to just love you no matter what makes no difference to them what you look like, what you can do, what you can't do. They just want to love other people and be there and be kind to other people. And that's a huge lesson. Imagine how amazing it must feel to have someone love you no matter what. Wow. How many volunteers do you have at the moment? We have around 200. I don't know the exact number, but we have approximately 200 high school volunteers. Wow. That's a lot. Do you have any interesting or inspirational stories that you would like to share? Um, hmm, there are so many, but one that comes to mind is of volunteers who were going to a child's home and he was not very responsive. They couldn't really get him to interact. Everything they asked him, he would go, I don't know, I don't know. And they were getting very discouraged. They didn't know how to get him to interact and to be excited. And they were seeing other people connecting with their buddies and they were getting big hugs and they were excited and they were feeling kind of down that maybe they weren't doing a good enough job. And I called the mom actually to ask her, like, what can we do to help him feel happier? And only then did she actually explain to me what the child had been diagnosed with, because until then we never actually push anyone to give us any sort of medical diagnosis. But the reason why it was so important for her to tell us was because suddenly they understood what he was going through. And they understood that he didn't like anybody to touch him. He didn't like looking anybody in the eye. When they learned how to deal with him correctly, after we had spoken to the mom, you have no idea the change. He was suddenly smiling and happy because they were interacting with him correctly. And it was just about educating themselves. Now he is one of our adults in our Teens and Adults Club, and he is the friendliest, kindest, funniest guy. Anytime I'm feeling down, I go to hang out with him because he always has a compliment and he always has a smile and he's just the funnest kid to hang out with. Wow, so you helped him so much. I hope so. It's amazing. What would your motto be? Together, we can make a difference. I like that. That's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on Chakids and sharing us about Friendship Circle and how we should be nice to other children and and stuff like that. My guest in studio, in studio with me is Leia Lipska. She is from the Friendship Circle of South Africa. Thank you for having me, Avadja. Thank you for coming.